Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning. And today my guest is Amy Ward Brimmer, who is an Alexander Technique teacher of, I believe, over 17 years experience in the Philadelphia, she lives in the Philadelphia area. She has an extensive background in acting, theater, uh, voice. She's been a um, Alexander Technique instructor at Yale and the Opera Training Program, the Hart Conservatory, and Brooklyn College. And she's also a certified childbirth educator. Uh, but we're going to talk today. Uh, well, actually, what's going to happen is she is going to interview me. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Amy. Good morning, Robert. Good morning. Um, I'm glad to be here. I'm really happy to uh, be able to ask you about this, uh, what we're going to talk about, which is uh, negative directions. And um, we've been thinking a little bit about the application of negative directions. And um, it turns out that they can be applied like so many other aspects of Alexander work in um, areas where you might not initially think to apply it, but it's, uh, we're coming up with some interesting stories about how people are using ne negative directions. So to start, um, maybe you could give an example of how negative directions are used more uh, typically in Alexander learning. Sure. Well, I mean, the cl a classic uh, example would be Alex the, how Alexander teachers would suggest a student uh, think about their neck. Um, so an older version, pr probably a little bit less used now, would be uh, free your neck. And uh, that has some drawbacks that I think are fairly obvious uh, when you start exploring it. So the up updated one, uh, updated example of that is uh, let your neck be free. Big improvement. Typically, mm -hmm. Alexander teachers will emphasize the word let because mm -hmm. they don't want you to do anything. But as it turns out, not everyone knows how to let their neck be free, and they might do a little subtle doing. And the negative direction version is uh, for, to have the students say, I am not tensing my neck or tightening my neck or whatever. The big advantage being that it doesn't assume anything anything that's not pretty much always true. People know how to tighten their neck, and they know what no means, and those are the only two things that we would assume a person knows in using that kind of direction. And I don't want to get into all the stuff about, um, gee, negative sounds negative, and um, uh, we really want to be positive in the Alexander Technique, <laughs> except to say that, yes, it is a negative statement grammatically, but it's a very positive intent. And that we have more, we have lots and lots of material. I'll put a link to a page that has is all about negative directions and has a number of interviews. We've done some of them. I've done some with other people. And I think if if we're go I'm going to assume that our list listeners to this podcast understand or have some experience with with negative directions in the usual Alexander technique context, which is how to improve the way your body functions. 
Terrific. Thanks. Um, Phew, that was and long. I, <laughs> and I am not tightening around the word negative. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's great. And I'm, I'm not tightening either. We're both <laughs> free as can be. Uh, free as can be, indeed. Uh, yeah. um, and so that's, you know, obviously something that happens in a lesson and in uh, a student or in our sort of practice in between lessons. Mm-hmm. What are some other um, stories or feedback you're hearing from your students or your colleagues about mm-hmm. other circumstances where negative directions can be applied? Yeah. Um, well, I, I should... I'll say first again that negative directions are gaining rapidly in popularity from from what I can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were initially introduced, I think, about five or six years ago by Missy Vineyard in her book. And I think they, they are becoming increasingly popular. And I think one of the reasons, I mean, apart from the fact that they are more effective, one of the really interesting things about negative directions, in my experience, is that students, um, once they get past, you know, a, a negative, that this is a, a grammatically a negative statement, students um, find them much easier to use and are more inclined to experiment with them in other areas of their lives or to figure out variations on them that might apply to their situation. And I first started noticing this, um, oh, about two or three years ago when um, I had a number of students, and I've had more since then, who um, were starting to use negative directions to deal with um issues in their life like you know psychological issues or relationship issues things that are not normally uh thought of as the alexander technique um so for example i i um i had a student who uh, when she first arrived for her first lesson she kind of proudly announced that she she was a control freak and uh, she wasn't wasn't I wouldn't say she was proud of that, but she, but it was something that she definitely understood about herself. And uh, she was after a couple of just pretty standard Alexander lessons where we did explore negative directions around the neck and torso and so on. She came in one day and said um, that she had started telling herself gently. Uh, as we we talked about applying directions, that I am not controlling others' thoughts or actions. That was her phrase. Awesome. And yeah, it is awesome. And she and she said that in fact, after a few days of doing this, just from time to time, the way you know one would suggest that a student use directions in general, she had in fact um, let go of um, certain aspects of, of her controlling behavior. And um, in, in, in particular, in her case, you know, her family, her children, her husband, and they all noticed the difference. And um, she, was, she was, you know, very pleased with that. And that was, the, that was one of the first times, I don't, I'm not sure it was the first, it might have been the first or second, that anyone actually... 
brought this up to me. And my initial reaction, I'm ashamed to say, was to be a little skeptical of that. Because, you know, I'm, Alexander teachers are supposed to stay with, you know, with with the kind of classic Alexander ideas about what we can help. And we don't want to become therapists. We don't want to get, you know, get into areas that we're not qualified to to do. So, you know, I didn't say anything, but I was slightly dubious. But then uh, uh, other more students started telling me similar stories. And um, and so I started experimenting. And I found that, indeed, it was pretty amazing how effective they are in things like recurring thought processes that you don't want to continue that aren't necessarily obviously to do with your physical behavior, your physical um how how you're using your body physically, although of course everything is connected with everything, but it, I I found they were just amazingly effective at dealing with situations that you know things that I really wanted to change in how I how I related to people and uh, particularly troublesome people, and <laughs> so. That that's kind of the big story. I could give you another example, if you like, or do you want to ask? Do you want to ask anything about what we've talked about so far? Well, I um, I don't have a particular question in mind, but I would say that I think that um, first of all, we could do a series of podcasts on what an Alexander teacher's work touches on in a person. I think this points to the holism of our work. In mm-hmm. other words, everything is connected. And you can't just I mean the implications of uh, n- applying negative directions in terms of freeing your musculature. Um, obviously, it is going to uh, free the rest of your life as well or could. And it certainly is what got me interested in the Alexander technique. I was happy to feel freer in my body. But what I was really intrigued with is how it affected everything else, Mm -hmm. including my psyche and my relationships with other people. And so I think in the story that you've shared with your student and her controlling behavior and being a recovering perfectionist and control freak myself, um, it really is the mindfulness aspect of our work, which teaches us to be less reactive. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that... um, I think that this is, uh, it's exciting. Yes, we don't want to be therapists, and that's not what people come to us for, and we're not qualified to serve in that way. But I think we often see um, where being easier in the way that you bend over and pick something up, for example, or the way that you sit at your computer um, has ramifications in in your relationships with people because you're more present to yourself and you're more able to stop and pause and apply those negative directions. Um, and so uh, it's good to be skeptical when people bring these big stories in. Um, but I'm wondering if there's another sort of um, – I'm wondering if you have noticed, as I have, that negative directions actually um, help things like despair and depression in people um, and, or any kind of – those kinds of struggles that people have. Um, not directly depression, but – just to back up for a second, um, so it's not it's not at all surprising. I don't think it's at all surprising to an Al- would be surprising to anyone working in, in the Alexander Technique field 
or have or anyone having lessons, Alexander lessons, um, that as they improve their physical functioning, other things improve along with it, and it's it's not uncommon for. For example, I, I did an interview with a, a teacher in England recently, uh, which is a podcast. Not, I'm not sure it has been. A, yeah, it has, was is a podcast now, where one of the major effects of her lessons were lifting of, of, of depression issues. Mm-hmm. So I mean that doesn't that doesn't really surprise us. I think. Now, I may be projecting here, but I think most Alexander teachers would say, and that's fine, but if you were to go directly to a, a direction that involves depression or some some other psychological state, that would be maybe even labeled as end-gaining. Really, what we're grounded in in the practical, almost measurable changes in physical behavior and the other stuff, you know, it, it's great when it happens, but we're not the ones to suggest to people to directly uh, or indirectly approach those using Alexander directions. So I think it, that's why it was kind of a surprise to me that, that someone, someone could actually use them effectively in that way. Um, I don't know. Is that is that clear? Or it's um, not yeah. the full answer to your question, but um, well, and it's it's a little bit of a dangerous territory. You don't want to make claims. Um, we don't want to make tackle. claims. No, I, and, I don't. And it's th- so yeah. easy to go into end gaining, as Absolutely. you say. One one example I'm thinking of from my own life is mm-hmm. um, changing eating behaviors. So, um, so I have used negative directions and and other aspects of Alexander technique in moments where I want to change the behavior of um, eating when I don't need to eat or eating things I don't want to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, w- working with um, behavioral changes is essentially changing the thinking in an activity. So what would be an so example? What would be an um, example of a negative direction that you would use around eating? Um. I, if I have an intention not to eat after a certain point at night, which is really important for a lot of people, if I, if I, when I feel or when I notice those thoughts, um, and sometimes it's a physical sensation, but it's mostly a thinking pattern, I would say, and I am not hungry right now because I'm usually not hungry or mm-hmm. I am not reaching for food or I'm not mm. – uh, mm-hmm. And so um, it's kind of hard. So, so yeah. those are, yeah, so that's an example of not necessarily saying, um, and I'm not slumping or I'm mm-hmm. not tightening, mm-hmm. um, but it is directly going to um, thinking and inhibiting a particular reaction or activity. Um, and mm-hmm. another, you know, and sometimes it goes along with a positive direction. And, and I am full, mm-hmm. you know, I am satisfied. Um, right, so. <laughs> and, and I would actually think it would be interesting to experiment with th- this direction, which sounds really crazy, but I'm not thinking about food. Now, um, that doesn't mean, uh, well, it's it's analogous to the type of negative direction that we haven't really discussed in this interview, but ha- there are some earlier interviews on it where you basically say, I'm not doing whatever the activity whatever it is. is. So I'm not walking while I'm 
perambulating around the room or I'm not breathing is a nice one. And they are not um they are not directions that really tell you to stop anything. They are kind of shorthand in my in my opinion for uh body mind figure out a better way to think about food than you are currently thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So they're not repression in any sense. They're they're just they're kind of redirect asking asking your body mind to find something better if there is something better and almost always there is and uh, so that that would to me be a really interesting one to do um around around food i'm not i'm not thinking about food and of course you will continue to think about food but you might find that you think about it in a different way or in in my own case um there was a troublesome person that I had to deal with and um I over a period of several weeks and I I I found myself going off in these little flights of fancy about how crazy they were and I was how irritated I was and all the rest of it and I finally just said I'm I'm not thinking about x this person I'm not thinking about him which wasn't um that I wasn't going that their thoughts of them wouldn't cross my mind but that they would be better thoughts that's that's kind of the underlying assumption there that my body my mind would figure out a way to think about this person that was less toxic and i found that remarkably effective in my own case did you find your thoughts about that person changing yes. or did they well, drop away? Mostly completely? they dropped away. They mm-hmm. would only come up when I had to interact, but even then not not I didn't I wouldn't go into these little internal monologues about this person and you know how much it annoyed me to have to deal with them. So, um it was it was remarkably effective actually. And and um so, but let me give you another example from one of my students. Who I find this one a really intriguing one. This lady was a singer, and um, an amateur, serious amateur singer, but very uh, dedicated to singing. And she came for lessons to improve her singing voice. And after, right in the middle of a lesson, she she. Um, because I, I, we talked about judging and maybe while you're ex- experiencing uh, some Alexander help, it might be nice to suspend judgment about yourself for a moment, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. And she just announced that she had always been a harsh judge of everything she did. And she felt that she had picked that up from her, from her parents. And then she said, I wonder if I could use negative directions to change that pattern. I wonder. (laughs) Yeah, that's what she said. And I said, I don't know. So I saw her again in a few weeks. And she said, she just said to me when she came in the door, she said, I'm not judging myself or others. Um, And that she said, that's what she'd been using for the past month or so. And it totally changed her life. But she also said, that she had begun experimenting with the phrase, I don't want to be judging myself or others. And she said that didn't really seem to help. And, mm-hmm. and then she remembered that 
when I had taught her sort of Alexander negative directions for for movement, you know, physical stuff, and I had always emphasized the importance of that it be an I am not statement, an I am not in the moment statement, not I not something that I want or, you know what I mean? It has to really be, um, you know, it needs to be a very simple in the moment statement. I'm not doing it, whatever yes. it is. I want is a future oh, oriented wants, statement. Yeah, want, yeah, your body says, oh, that's nice. I'll file that away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I've got that. That's good for you. And let's move on with some more attention or whatever right. it is. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I've had enough of these experiences now that uh, I very rare, I very rarely suggest directly to a student that they that they use this, but it just keeps coming up, mm-hmm. and I think you know, and I've exp- experimented with, and I I know some other teachers that have experimented with, and it just seems like something that um, maybe should should. I don't know, just be thought about by Alexander teachers and people who are taking lessons. I don't think there's any risk of saying something, using a negative direction for something that you don't want in your life. I, I, I don't, I, and I certainly don't see it as, as we doing any kind of therapy uh, if a student does that, that's just a decision they make. Oh, I don't really want to to worry about this problem, so I'm not worrying about it. You know. And I think the the beautiful part of it is that when they get the tangible results of applying negative directions in their body, in their physicality, and in each of the examples you've given, and in the ones that I've seen, um, the students come up with it themselves. As you say, mm-hmm. the body mind provides another solution. And so it's not therapy because they're really then self-directed in that process. And um, so it seems like something that as teachers, we can look for that mm-hmm. when it comes up, recognize it when a student hints. I mean, you've given examples of students who've come in and said, guess what I've been doing. Exactly. But, but we might also listen in in a lesson for ways that maybe they're doing it um, you know, to, to help them recognize. Because I've noticed with a couple of my students that they start – Applying it and don't even realize it, it's not even a fully conscious, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. intentional one like the examples you've given. And so, you know, if we can listen and and recognize that that's beginning to happen, um, and show that to them, then they'll be encouraged to continue experimenting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have yeah. yet to actually suggest directly to a student that they that they use negative directions in this way although i'm awfully tempted sometimes and i i, I probably will uh slip into that as time goes on so i have more experience with it but at the moment i see it as a, a, an experimental procedure that from the results i've seen and you've seen and other people seem to be pretty pretty it seems to be pretty effective um i've never heard had any sense of any negative aspect of it in the per, in a person's life so and you know um to go back to the great man himself mr f matthias alexander i don't have the quote in front of me but he does say in one of his books that he hopes someday his uh his explorations will be or his work that he's done discoveries he made 
will be seen as a signpost for future explorers, kind of directing him in a direction of thinking and experimenting. And he was always very clear that he had just barely scratched the surface. So I suspect that if he were, if we could have a three-way conversation with him, he'd probably say, that's interesting, you know, or something like that. I'm sure he'd encourage us to keep following that thread. Um, Yeah, that's really what it is. mm -hmm. It's following a Mm -hmm. thread that he began, but was always, always clear was just, just the beginning of, um, of what was possible. So, well, thank you, Robert. This has been really interesting. Well, (laughs) thank you. This is, uh, this has been great. Um, Well, since, uh, since you're interviewing me, well, I'll just say that again that, that uh, the interviewer has been Amy Ward Brimmer, an Alexander Technique teacher in the Philadelphia area, and I'll put a, a link to uh, to her website by the interview. And I'm an Alexander Technique teacher in Lincoln, Nebraska, and Toronto, Canada, and I'll have a link to my site as well. So thanks. That's this was great, Amy. Thanks, and um, let's not tense up. Absolutely. (laughs) 